Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. Hello, hello, people. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of Two Degrees Hotter. How's it going? Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this. I feel like for the most part, it's Tuesday, people. Yeah, it's like Tuesday, Wednesday in our data. Yeah. So happy Tuesday. Happy Wednesday. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Kylie. And I'm Anya. And I just want it to be known that I did indeed pull Kylie away from a workout class to record this Hell yeah. Hell yeah, she did. For context – Number one, the weather is disgusting outside. We are getting lots and lots of snow in the Northeast right now. So Anya made a a valid point that it is not fun to travel in the city, which we'll get to in just a moment. Um, But it's not fun traveling about the city when it's snowing outside. So she made a good point there. But yeah, I was thinking about doing a workout class. I'll get into this in my week in review, but I'm getting some medical stuff done that will require some recovery. So I was thinking that it would be my last hoorah, but I don't need it that bad to trek through the snow for it. So instead, I'm here. And you know what? What better way to spend a Monday night than recording the podcast? True. It's honestly like sneaky bad outside. Like it wasn't – Yeah. I knew it was going to snow, but I didn't think it was going to be like this. Like it's been steady accumulation all day. So. Yeah, and it's been like weirdly like I thought it was raining for a while, but I'm realizing like it mixed. must have been like yeah, cuz yeah. it yeah, like you said it's been accumulating all day and now it's just like straight snow. It's a lot. We're having yeah. a day a, a New England day if I've ever seen one. I returned to my newly earlier and it was hailing at that time. Oh my god. Like, Lord, <laughs> please. <laughs> I feel like Not hail right is now. like absolutely the worst kind of weather. I mean, okay. There's it's weather like that's borderline like, dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say there's like hurricanes and like stuff that's actually more destructive, like tsunamis. I'm not talking that. I'm just talking like yeah. precipitation-wise. Hail's yeah. like – Hail can be scary if it's like big it hail. Yeah. Yeah. Hail the size of minivans. I guess I don't really understand. Like if it's cold enough for it to be hail, why is it not snow? Does it have to do with like the change in temperature as it falls or something? I, think, I don't know. Yeah. Like it's so. not that cold in the clouds. It like freezes on its way down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who knows, people? Earth not science. Me. Not my thing. <laughs> We're not meteorologists. Me- <laughs> do meteorologists even know that? Probably not. I'm sure. I feel like that's like that's like their whole job, right? <laughs> no offense to the meteorologists <laughs> out there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this week we are doing a City Girl Essentials episode because mm-hmm. we are certified city girls, I would say. Mm-hmm. What's our credentials? I would How concur. would you uh, uh, describe? We live in a city. Awesome. It's so true. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Uh, and we have for a little while. So we've got our recommendations for things you need to be out in the city, to be in your apartment, all the life hacks. You got it here. Yep. If you're moving to a city, if you live in one now, stay tuned. We're going to change your lives. So Hell yeah. Yep. But, Get ready. Buckle up. For that, we're going to start with our Week in Review. So 
So I feel like I haven't had good like week in review updates recently. Like I'm like, I'm in my flop era. I don't really have much to say. But <laughs> um, the only thing that I could really think of from this past week was like forcing myself to get outside and feel like part of the city, even when it's cold. And I thought that would be appropriate mm-hmm. to bring up in this episode because I feel like with where I live now, it would be very easy to just kind of, and everyone's a little bit like this, like kind of just exist in your own neighborhood, like grocery shop in your own neighborhood, do all your errands in your neighborhood and like never really make it downtown or like to different areas and neighborhoods of Boston. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think when I first moved here, I was like really intentional about making it to like different areas, like at least once a week, I would try to like go do something, which, you know, it was the summer. So that helps. Uh, But I do feel like I've kind of been living in my little bubble over here recently. And so Mm -hmm. I had to be uh, I had to be in like back bay for a dance thing anyway on Saturday. So instead of just like going home, I was like, let me walk her out. And like, it was like 20 something degrees. Like it was not a comfortable situation, but I was like, we're just going to yeah. force it and we're just going to enjoy. And I called my parents and I walked around like Newbury and like the park and everything. And I was like, listen, this is nice. Like, it's nice to feel like part of yeah. the city. Sometimes I like forget that other people live here or like appreciate it. Like I always feel like on Newbury, there's like always tourists walking around and like admiring things. And I'm like, God damn it, Anya, you live here. Like, appreciate it a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Have one of those moments. Especially because I think you and I live in, like, the, like, suburb city hybrid part of Boston. Yeah, like the more residential part. Yeah, yeah. So I think sometimes, like, I forget that there's other, like, paces of mm-hmm. Boston that I'm not necessarily exposed to every single day. Um, that's how I feel. I'll probably make this a favorite at some point. Spoiler alert. But I've been doing core power yoga classes because uh, mm-hmm. they have a free week. And I've been going to the studio in Fenway. And I honestly really like it because it's nice to like go to the Change Fenway area yeah. and like walk around there and be like, oh, okay. Like, that's right. This area exists. And like, yeah, it it, it definitely is nice to take advantage and actually like explore your own city. Yeah. Every once in a while. Because you get very like bogged down in your routine and your mm-hmm. the environment of like the neighborhood you're living in. And I'm sure people that live in like New York City agree. Sorry, my speakers are bugging out for some reason. Well, scared me. <laughs> Turn them off. <laughs> did you hear that? Or did you see me get scared? No, I just saw you flinch. <laughs> yeah, like the, the speakers all of a sudden were like, meow. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Please. Because uh, I had to unplug them to plug in my headphones. So I think the cord oh, like touched yeah. metal or something. Anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like if you live in like, you know, like the east side, you probably don't leave the east side as much as you think you're gonna. Like, I feel like that always happens. Like you move to a city and you're like, I'm gonna explore all the time. And then like you, life happens and you are just in your own little neighborhood, which is fine if you like your neighborhood and I do. But yeah, it's like, I have to remind myself, like you pay to live here, go out and do things. And yeah, yeah, it was just cool to like see people out and about. Like I was like, oh, we all have like the collective experience of like being here right now. Like we really do be being here. (laughs) <laughs> very really profound you know existing together yeah exactly that's how i felt uh, <laughs> so that was one thing i wanted to bring up and then the other thing was i said last week i had no car updates and at the beginning of today i still had no car updates if you didn't listen my car got hit while parked so i'm dealing with all that and it got hit on december 11th it has been so long like please Whoa. um and so there was still no movement. The nice lady from the body shop keeps calling me to like tell me there's still no movement. I'm like, awesome, because the insurance company has to go and like approve what they're going to do. Um, mm-hmm. And I was finally like, let me interject here. And I, I like sent a pretty like not snarky email, but like 
aggressive email to our insurance person. And I was like, listen, like, even if they started fixing it today, it wouldn't be done for like two months after the accident. Like this is getting kind of unacceptable. Like, can we speed this up? And within an hour, the lady at the body shop called me back and she was like, oh, we got approved so they can like start the work. And I Mm -hmm. was like, this is why you can't be scared to like (laughs) advocate for yourself. And especially like as women, it's like, you never want to be the like bitchy customer, you know, like you, and I feel for the people that are like in those roles, like I know they don't really have control over like the situation, but it's like, sometimes you just got to like take the extra step and like insert yourself and reach out and like make sure things happen because like no one's going to do it for you. Yeah. So, and I hate stuff like that. Like truly, it's like one of my least yeah. favorite things is like number one phone calls. I hate phone calls. Hate them. Unexpected phone calls, especially. No. Yeah. Immediately no. Straight to voicemail. Hate. And then also I just hate like talking about things I don't really know a lot about. And I don't really know a lot about like insurance or like how things are supposed to work. So it's like, yeah, I hate feeling awkward and uninformed and like making unexpected calls, but it's like that's what's gonna get you your desired result. So Yeah. Here's your it's your sign. You know, if you've if you're dealing with an annoying situation, just be the bitchy customer. You gotta do it sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, and it sounds like you weren't bitchy to the people who truly had no control. Like the body shop had no control. So you're like, okay, I'll go to the people that do have control. No, yeah. Like, she was on my side. What's good? Yeah. She yeah. was like, she was like, listen, we're still waiting. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> so and you're like I'm gonna. I'm taking matters into my own hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, And to be clear, this is like the other person's insurance that I'm having issues with. So that's that's why I don't. Yeah, this whole thing has been very interesting as far as learning how insurance works. But I wouldn't recommend, really. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fair enough. Not TDH approved. No. Um, so for my week in review, honestly, this is more of a like forecasting week yeah. interview because uh, I've just been a ball of anxiety <laughs> all day long about it. So I want to talk about it. I guess I'll start with – I went uh, tubing this past weekend and that was a thrill. I forgot how freaking fast you go <laughs> when you go tubing. You are yeeted down that hill. It was shocking. <laughs> it feels kind of like dangerous. Do they like secure you at all? No. Yeah, see, that feels no, kind no. of wild to me. Like, that's allowed it in, was in our year 2023. Yeah, it was pretty reckless. And, like, they have, like, lanes set up, but the first two passes, a tube, like, went over into another lane and hit the person oh in the other lane. But it was the same lane that they, like, went up and over at both times. So they ended up closing that lane, and we didn't have, like, an issue with it after that. I'm like, someone called and then OSHA. at one point <laughs> – no, literally. <laughs> and then at one point, you're, like, supposed to wait until the girl at the top says that you can go. And, like, they're watching to make sure everyone's, like, passed through all the lanes with their tube after going. And the woman said to go. And then this old lady for, like, two minutes afterwards was like, are we supposed to go? Are we supposed to go? And then after two minutes, I was like, well, now you're definitely not supposed to go. And then she was like, oh, she said to go and went down and took someone out. Oh, my <laughs> God. Lanes. Wow. It, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Thankfully, myself and my friends did not get hurt at all. We just had good times. I feel like um, it's funny to me because the way that you've like framed this trip is like the way that people talk about ski trips, like, oh, I'm going mm-hmm. tubing. Like it like it's like a whole weekend. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I love that. <laughs> a winter yeah. activity this, for well, like the non-skiers out there. It's good. Yeah. Cause I don't ski. And I literally Meg does ski, my friend Meg, who's on the trip. And I was like, is that how fast you go while skiing? And she was no, like, No, you go yeah. way faster, I feel like. You go like <gasps> you can go like 50 no. miles an hour while skiing, I'm pretty sure. 
I will not be skiing. <laughs> I mean, not like on the bunny hills, but you know. Not for me. Not for me. I won't be doing that. Um, I will, I'm happy in my tube. I can mm-hmm. go that fast sitting down. <laughs> I can't standing up. But so that was fun. That was like the – that's the good part of my week in review. The bad part of my week in review is I have two minor surgical procedures this week. Uh, am I crazy? Yes. So I – I don't know. Did I even talk about this? How – did I talk about my polyp at all? You did in like, like um, less certain terms. Like you talked about like reproductive issues. Ah, well – Hard launch. (laughs) Hard launching my endometrial polyp. (laughs) We've been together for years. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Please. Um, But yeah, I have an endometrial polyp. It's uh, for any of my like healthcare workers out there, it's visible through my cervix. So they're just going to go up there and knock it on out. Literally, the way they describe it, it sounds like freaking apple picking, where they're like, they grab Mm -hmm. the polyp and twist it at the base and then pull it down. (laughs) And I'm like, amazing. So, yeah. So, I was saying to Anya, I'm getting that done tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. I am getting, like, local anesthesia. How that local anesthesia is going to be distributed to my nether regions is (laughs) not any of my business. They take, like, a laughing gas mask and put it right over your, like, bikini line. You're, like, sick. (laughs) They breathe it in. Perfect. (laughs) Amazing. But yeah, so I'm going under, or I guess not going under, but I'm receiving local anesthesia for that. And I also read that sometimes they'll give you like a sedative or like a Xanax yeah, to relax before. you. And I'm like, please do that. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel um, like they would have given it to you already. Like I thought that they gave it to you as a prescription beforehand. Oh. Not yeah, to crush no, your dreams, that but that's what I would have thought. That's okay. I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> ODs Horrible. on your own medication. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm like, good thing I have my own anxiety medication. <laughs> um, no, that's don't do that. Only take the uh, medicine that's prescribed to you in in the ways that it's prescribed to you. Thanks. Okay. Anyways, moving on. My second surgical procedure <laughs> is my wisdom teeth. Boo! I still have two of my wisdom teeth. How lame. Did you and ever have a thing out. before, or you've never, you've never just never dealt with them before? No, I had my bottom two taken out. And why didn't you do the top two at the time? Because I wasn't put under oh. to get them out, mm-hmm. which is another thing. So my dentist does this really crazy, goofy thing where they don't put you under. <laughs> to get do you they just like not out. have anesthesia like facilities like there? Yeah, yeah. So I would have to go to a separate oral surgeon. Uh, and I'm 25 and on my parents' insurance, uh, and they refuse to pay for an oral surgeon. So I have to scoop my boot over <laughs> to my childhood dentist and have them extract my wisdom teeth. Now, honestly, it was horrible the first time I got it out. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's partially because I didn't know what to expect. And I like yeah. went into it being like, this is going to be the most traumatizing thing that ever happened to me. And it was but how traumatizing can it be the second time around? Yeah. Right. Who knows? For sure. Not me. <laughs> and I'm also like, and also, and another thing. I'm having, I, I, my vagina is being numbed on Tuesday. I, if I can have that happen, 
Mm. then I can have two measly wisdom teeth taken out of my mouth. True. Without. Who needs wisdom? Who needs – I'm losing wisdom. I'm losing polyps. I mean, I'm going to be 10 pounds lighter physically and metaphorically come Friday. So anyways, you might be wondering, Kylie, why did you book these in one week? <sighs> I'd love to tell you. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm on my parents' insurance for the dentist and I – Broke a filling at the beginning of 2022 and had to get a full crown. Uh, and that used up most of our insurance for 2022. So when I went to the dentist like four months ago and they were like, it's time to get your top two wisdom teeth taken out. They were like, you should wait until 2023 when your insurance resets. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going to pay a ton of money out of pocket. I was like, cool. Booked the appointment. Then went to my annual OBGYN appointment, or I guess GYN appointment. Yeah, I was going to say, baby. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, I'm also hard launching a baby. <laughs> no. Uh, my my gynecologist appointment had my uh, routine pap smear. So this is your time to get your pap smear because that's when they discovered the polyp. And they were like, oh, the earliest appointment that we have is two days before your wisdom teeth removal. Obviously, that's not what they said to me, but that's what I deduced in this head of mine. And I was like, why? Like, they're going to end up happening pretty close in time to one another. Like, it's either, okay, I have my wisdom teeth out this week and then the polyp removed in two weeks or in a month. Like, I was like, whatever. Like, I'd rather have, like, a really shitty week and not be my best, but at least I can, like, recover from both of them on the same timeline and be, like, feeling better come mid-February. Misery loves company. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. And it's like – from my wisdom teeth, I probably wouldn't be feeling better until like the first week in February just to like turn around and have another two-week recovery process for yeah. the polyp. No. Miss well, me with and that. And I didn't realize this until you said it right before we started recording, but you have to like wait two weeks to do physical activity again. So yeah. there's a very limited window with like the dance season. Like if you didn't do it now, you'd have to wait until exactly. like June, which I imagine is not advised. So. Yeah, either that or I would have to miss sit, sit two out, weeks yeah. of rehearsals, which like I'm sure like everyone would have been super accommodating and allowed me to just like sit and watch or mark because I'm pretty sure I, I think it's just like vigorous physical activity for two weeks. I'm sure I could like go for walks and like do little things without it being an issue, but like I couldn't. I'm you know what I'm nervous about? Right on the Peloton. <laughs> oh, so true. That's a vulnerable Someone- situation. I was trying to explain it to my dad and I was like, you just don't get it. <laughs> you just don't get it. Like, it's not. I actually am going to like explicitly ask about that. I'm going to be like, my like exercise of choice outside of dance is cycling. So mm-hmm. like, give it to Please me Please advise. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, if I had to guess, it's probably the full two weeks. And then he'll probably be like, try it out. And if it doesn't feel good, like, give yeah. yourself a You'll probably know time. if something's off. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But anyways, I will update you guys next week on how everything goes. Uh, and, and if I end up doing a solo, the- you know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and you'll find out if it was the best decision or the worst decision that I ever made to have both of these in one week. But mm-hmm. I think I think it'll be fine. You I really saw that fine. TikTok that said, uh, like, do all of your health stuff within the same time frame and said immediately Yes. <laughs> And she's talking like just your annual appointment yeah. and I'm like multiple surgical procedures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like, time batch your uh, appointments and get them all done. And you're like, I will go under the knife multiple times. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> not under the knife. Please. Let's pray I'm not under the knife for 
the uh, polyectomy is what it's called. That's what it'll probably be like under the, the doctors call it tweezers more so. I imagine. Yeah, under the uh, speculum. Mm. Love that. <laughs> All right, let's get but into yeah. our favorites. Mine's pretty brief. I uh, It's interesting. I've been known to be a savory breakfast gal my whole life, uh, with the exception of like a yogurt. I do like a yogurt breakfast. But a recent discovery that I made is strawberry cream cheese. Like, I feel like I would only get it out. Like sometimes, you know, like when mm-hmm. me and Kyla would get bagels, we would do like one savory, one sweet, and then like do 50-50. And I've always liked that situation. But I've never thought to buy strawberry cream cheese at the store. I don't know why. And over Christmas, my dad happened to get strawberry cream cheese. And I was like, this is delicious. So I'm in my strawberry cream cheese era, I guess. Um, it's so good. That's it. That's yeah. all I have to say. With like a little honey. Oh, chef's kiss. On a bagel specifically? Mm-hmm. Well, what yeah. else? Like what else could you put it on? I don't even know. Bread? Like is that toast. weird? Okay. Or like – I guess that's it. <laughs> a toaster waffle maybe? Yeah. A dessert. You can use it in a dessert, I guess. Yeah. I don't. No. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> well, I guess if you Anyways. wanted to make like a strawberry cheesecake. Yeah. Ooh, that would work. That'd be really good. Yeah. So there I you recommend go. pick up your local <laughs> strawberry cream cheese. <laughs> Will do. Will do. Uh, my favorite this week is – so the it's the brand Sol de Janeiro. It's at Sephora. And it's their like signature body spray. It comes in a little yellow, yellow bottle. I believe it's number 62, I want to say. Now, I should probably look this up. I will definitely link it below. But while um, you're doing that, did it, you were you the one that told me that it's boom boom cream? No. Apparently it's boom boom cream, not bum bum cream. No way. Yeah. yeah. Miss me with that. <laughs> But it's spelled like bum bum. I don't know. I I can't confirm or deny, but that's the word on the street. Wow. Well, all right. There you go. Okay. Yes, it is the number 62. Yeah. Brazilian Crush 62 uh, Pistachio and Salted Caramel Body Spray. And it smells heavenly. If you are a Trader Joe's fiend like us, it smells pretty identical to the Brazil nut scent. And I think a lot of people like claimed the Brazil nut scent to be a dupe of this particular scent. But I decided to splurge. I had a gift card from Christmas. So I decided to treat myself to the Sol de Janeiro version. And I really like it. And I've already gotten like a lot of compliments on it since I've started wearing it regularly. But I just found an Instagram post from October 10th, 2020 from their official account. And it says, wow, when it says pronounced as boom, boom. So <gasps> I need like a couple of days to process. Yes. This. No one says it. How? Why would we? Crazy. Why would we say it like that? It literally says be you genuinely. Yeah, I would never. So. All right. Well, the more you know, um, this is completely unrelated because I'm done talking about my favorite. But did you see that Glossier came out with the deodorant? I did. And it's in the U scent? Yeah, I did. I'll tell you what, I'm tempted. Mm-hmm. How I much was am. it? Do you remember? A lot. Yeah. It's like 22 bucks. But like if you're buying 
like a natural deodorant anyway. Like I think the Folane one I used to use is like 15. So like. Well, and it's it's $22. And then I think the refills, because you get like the full component with the product in it the first time around for like 20 something. And then the refills were like 17 or something like mm-hmm. that after that. So I guess, yeah, I guess it drop once you have the component, it drops down to like the normal aluminum free natural deodorant price. Are, do they call it a component or are you just calling it that? I think that's like what the industry oh. term is. Really? Like I've the component for like a makeup product. Yeah. Really? Not just like container? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I Container works too, but I, my TikTok girlies call it a component. component. That's like, I'm just so used to hearing that word in a different way because I work with like hardware startups. Like I'm like a component is like mm. a PCB board. <laughs> <laughs> Women and stuff, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so stay tuned if that's a favorite. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll let you know. We are going to take a quick ad break and then we'll be back to talk about our city goral essentials. City goral. <laughs> city goral. If you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building a community around the things that young women go through. That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diasty in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv for Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode. Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down. Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. All right, we're back, and we've got a good list of things you need if you are living in a city, moving to a city, heck, even, well, some of these, visiting a city. Um, So we're going to get into it. They're not in any real organized <laughs> manner so no not at all <laughs> we're just gonna be extra chaotic here um yeah and i'll start it out you probably saw this one coming it was literally what inspired me to make this episode idea um the legendary iconic bagu medium crescent bag yeah a round of applause yeah. for her really yeah um uh, i love great. her so much she's the best she's got a thick strap so she doesn't hurt your shoulder when you're wearing her all day She's adjustable mm-hmm. from a shoulder bag to a crossbody. Uh, she fits literally anything and everything you might need in your entire life with multiple compartments. 
and she's easily washable, which I think is the big thing that makes it very city appropriate is like, it's like a nylon material. So you don't have to be careful with it. Like if it gets wet, it'll dry. If it gets something on it, you can literally like throw it in the wash. It's just the best comes in a couple colors. Definitely a necessity. Um, and then I also put that you should get foldable bagus or any like, you know, bag that like folds down small to go inside because I always find that like when I'm out, I tend to need a bag, whether I like stop in at CVS and didn't really expect to, or like just buy something out. I just feel like it's always handy to have a couple of those fold down bags with you because you never know when you're going to make a sneaky purchase. And if you're anything like me, it's every time you leave the house. So yeah, for sure, for (laughs) sure. Yeah. And you might be wondering to yourself, how much can this Crescent bag fit? I'd love to tell you. On two separate occasions. One time, (laughs) it fit all of my essentials plus a full oversized blazer. Excuse me? And then another time, it fit all of my essentials, keys, wallet, all that. And not one, not two, three full-size books that I purchased at a bookstore. Mm Mm-hmm. Pardon? And it's not like a tote bag. Like you guys need to look it up. It's no. like a, like a medium-sized <laughs> bag. Yeah. So it's we love her. Crazy. It's crazy. Uh, my first essential is a Brita or some sort of like water filter pitcher. Anya and I are lucky. Boston has pretty clean drinking water. So this isn't like an absolute necessity for Boston. Uh, but I don't think that's the case for every single city or just every single place in general, unfortunately. And I don't know, there's something nice about the peace of mind of Mm -hmm. filtering your water. And there's also about something about like crispy cold fridge water Mm -hmm. really hits the spot. So I use my Brita every single day. I love her. She's pink uh, and she gets the job done. Nice. Yeah, I used to have a Brita in college because I think one of my roommates was like very tap water, like anti. Um, Mm. But I just drink out of the tap now. So I guess we'll check back in in like 30 years if that ends up being a problem. But I feel great. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I think it's fine. <laughs> um, my first, or not my first, my second suggestion is you guys saw it come in sunscreen. She's essential, especially because if you live in the city, you are probably walking more than if you live in the burbs. Yeah. Um, and I always found in the summer, like I would get sneaky sunburns. Like even if I was just outside yeah. for like a quick minute, like I would like be waiting for the bus to go somewhere and then I would take the bus and walk from the bus to my destination and I would like be sunburned. And I was like sick. So just like keep in mind anytime you're walking anywhere, you're susceptible to the sun. That includes the winter. That includes when it's cloudy. So I suggest uh, having one, you know, obviously in your makeup routine. And then I got the Sephora like sun, I think it's called like sun favorites or something kit. They do it every year and like a part of the proceeds go to skin cancer research. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just comes with a million, like literally like 30, I'm pretty sure mini sunscreens and I just keep one in every bag that I use and it's great because you never get the last minute burn because you weren't prepared. Yeah, fair enough. My next one is good underbed storage. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like cities fall into two categories. Either it's a city where like you have really small apartments so you need to utilize like as much space as possible or it's a city and I would say Boston The area of Boston that we live in falls into the category of the apartments are like decently sized, but they're older buildings that don't have a lot of like built out or thoughtful storage to Mm -hmm. them. So I think it's good to utilize as much vertical space as possible. And that includes under your bed. I keep 
many a things under my bed, namely mm-hmm. all of my workout stuff. Same. Oh, yeah. I also yeah. keep my workout stuff under the bed. Things that you don't have to like hang. So that leaves limited yeah. options. Um, but yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah. It's crucial. Mm-hmm. My next rec is a good pair of specifically waterproof sneakers, waterproof shoes in general, but I find that I wear yeah. my waterproof sneakers the most. I have these New Balance sneakers that aren't waterproof that I still really like, but I have to gravitate towards the waterproof ones more often because it's just more practical. You know, even if it's not currently raining, it's like you're stepping in puddles, you're stepping in weird stuff. You never know. It's nice to be able to like wipe it down. Um, so I'm Chugi and I still wear my Fila disruptors. Sorry. <laughs> apparently that's, apparently that's Chugi now I learned on TikTok. Um, but any like leather or like a uh, vegan leather kind of like shoe, I feel like is a need. Yeah. I actually just ordered a pair of new balances, not the like suede ones though. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping they'll be that nice. Um, wipeable waterproof yeah sneaker moment for me because i i currently my like go-to sneaker are my nike air maxes but they aren't really wipeable i've just honestly gotten lucky with how clean they've stayed but Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm i'm towing a dangerous line here i need to i need to invest i can i can afford to get myself a nice pair of waterproof sneakers Mm -hmm. Um, my next one is if you're renting, which I feel like most people who live in a city are renting, uh, command strips out the wazoo. You're going to use them to hang your purses, your coats, your, all the decorations in your room. If you have lights, you're going to use them to hang that all of the time, no matter what, I need a command strip at all times. Mm -hmm. I have so many in my room in use right now. They're just, they're crucial. They're essential. And eight out of ten times they will not rip the paint (laughs) yeah i think there's like some tricks to that like when you're removing it um but yeah agree especially if you don't live with a guy because who wants to hammer stuff yeah that's that's a boy job that's a boy job and this apartment has two girls in it so no hammering so sorry Mm -hmm. we hammered something with a a can of tomatoes exactly so you don't hammer yeah the feminine experience Um, my first, or why do I keep saying my first one? So let's get my fifth one. <laughs> We're literally halfway through. <laughs> What's wrong with me? My next one is if you don't have a car, specifically, you need a little, I don't know, I called it a utility wagon. I don't know what you would call it, but like those little, <laughs> little wagons that you can put your groceries on and like wheel them back to your place. Yeah. Key. Like a grocery cart. Yeah. Yeah. Anything Key. that's like foldable can put it in a storage closet, but then use it. Yeah. These are vital. I have one. I haven't used it, honestly, since we moved into this apartment because my roommate has a car. So that's been very nice. But she got a lot of use uh, when I was living in the North End. So Mm -hmm. very key. Mm -hmm. Don't even worry about how you look. Just accept it. Oh, God, no. God, no. You can't You won't be the only one. There's other people. Well, and here's the thing is that I feel like, number one, you're not the only one. And number two, if anyone's looking at you, odds are they're like, they're That's jealous. a good idea. <laughs> yeah. They're like, damn, I'm carrying my full weight groceries. I bought six cans of tomatoes to hammer stuff into my walls and I have mm-hmm. to carry them. And she has a cart to carry her hammer tomatoes. So there you go. Um, my next one, this isn't a fun one, but it is in fact an essential and it's pepper spray if it's legal. I was going to say, look it up in your municipality. (laughs) 
Yeah. And if not, I like, a like whistle. they have like a bunch, a whistle or like one of those fun little things that you put your fingers in and you can stab someone with it. Yeah. Um, really anything to ward off uh, men in mm. any capacity, truly. Yeah. I, I'm not going to judge you for any way that you want to ward off a man, but uh, it's you just never know. It's one of those things you hope you never have to use it, but God forbid you need to, you'll be very happy that you have it. Mm-hmm. I just realized we have something on here twice, so I'm going to replace it with oh. a new idea that I have. Wow. I tried to – I tried cross-referencing. I, I must have missed that one. My bad. It's all right. Um, my next one is headphones of some sort, like Bluetooth headphones. They could be AirPods. They could be over-the-ear. Mm-hmm. I just feel like public transportation is absolutely not the vibe when you have to listen to everything going on. There's some yeah. bizarre conversations, weird announcements. You just don't want to – you don't want to be there. So uh, you got to yeah. tune that out, get a podcast going, get music going. Good for a hot girl walk. Good for a commute. It's just key. Yeah. Like literally when my AirPods die and I have to get on oh my the tea, it's like over. the worst. <laughs> Game over. I'm like, I'm not going anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's bad home. news. Yeah. Um, my next one, this is like an array of things, but blackout curtains slash earplugs slash an eye mask slash a white noise machine. Basically anything to make the most optimal sleep environment mm-hmm. for you because uh, m- cities, they're loud. You'll have a lot of street noise, especially in a city like Boston where the buildings are older. We're not really dealing with like high-rise buildings, so there's a lot yeah. of noise pollution. There's a lot of light pollution from street lights and cars and your neighbors having their lights on until 3 in the morning for no good reason, whatever it may be. Uh, so if you are a high-maintenance sleeper like yours truly – and need, a, you know, consistent noise and a nice dark room to sleep in, definitely get whatever will help you achieve that so that you get a good night's sleep. Yeah. This is what I had uh, duplicated the one down. I had yeah. um, I had a white noise machine and an eye mask. So and double you know, we're agree. And sleepers. Yeah. <laughs> I need a sensory deprivation tank personally. <laughs> Um, my next one that I just thought of actually, I made a TikTok about this and that's what made me remember it. Um, I really like in the summer having like a little linen button down or like some very light mm-hmm. fabric button down with me. Number one for like sun protection, if it gets warmer than you were expecting, but also number two, just to put over like your cute tank or like crop top when you're walking somewhere to ward off, you know, the men as we need to do. So yeah, yeah. I'm and like, it's kind of a look. This list is just to ward off men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like some sort of like thin, easily packable material that you can just like keep in your bag. Yeah. It'll for sure fit in your Bagu medium crescent bag. I can tell you that much. So well, Bagu, sponsor us. Yeah, literally. Um, the next one, this one's like kind of tongue in cheek, but it is true. You need a savings account. Living in a city is just expensive. Like no matter how you slice it, somehow or other you're going to spend $40 every single day. I don't mm-hmm. know how. I don't know Consistent. why. It's none of my business, honestly, but I, <laughs> I am spending $40 every day. Uh, whether it's just like getting on the tea, grabbing coffee, like running errands to pick up paper towels that for whatever reason are costing $20 today. Like I don't know. There's just a lot. Uh, that you have to pay for. And things in cities just naturally tend to be a bit upcharged. 
So make sure that your like finances are in order. You know what you can afford. You know what you can't afford. And have a safety net under you in case things go awry or get out of hand. Um, but yeah, that's like really key. And just like moving in general is expensive. It's way more expensive than you think it's going to be. So it's important to <laughs> save up and have that safety net. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, especially when you're moving in. Boston real estate's kind of crazy from what I understand compared to other places in that you need first, last security and broker fee, which is like mm-hmm. four months rent up front. You're like, awesome. So I yeah. concur. My next one is a phone wallet. I don't personally embrace this right now, but I did a lot when I was in school. Um, just like one of the ones that like, you know, sticks to the back of your phone, holds your cards. It can be nice and convenient, especially if like for your building or wherever you live, it's like a either like a number code access or like a card access because that's how it was in like my dorm. So that's why it was nice. Like I wouldn't have to remember keys. I would just bring my phone with like the key in it. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of on that note, something that's important to go inside your phone wallet is like a public transport card for wherever you live. Mm-hmm. So obviously in Boston, that's the Charlie card. In New York, they have like the um, Metro cards. Metro. But yeah, just get like whatever your system's like more robust card is rather than like buying tickets every time because it'll save you money over time. Yeah, for sure. My next one is a nice laptop bag, whether that's like a tote bag, a messenger bag situation, or a backpack. If you are specifically a commuter, this is something where I I don't have an excuse to actually splurge on a nice laptop bag. Like I have bags that'll make do for the amount of times that I go into the office. But every time I commute, when I don't have that like ideal bag, it is like frustrating to like feel like like I feel like I have a bag that like fits my laptop nicely and protects it but it's way too big for like everything else that I need to bring into the office for a single day or I have bags that like don't have a laptop sleeve so I feel like I'm just throwing my laptop in there and I don't love it but it's like the right size for all the things that I need and it doesn't zipper so then I'm like I don't love that either Whatever it is, if I were commuting more consistently, I would be looking for a bag that like checked the boxes that I wanted. And I think that would increase my commuting quality of life, especially when you're taking it on public transit. Like, God forbid someone is trying to steal. Like, you want to make sure that your items like feel secure and protected and also like look cute and aesthetic while you're doing it. Or mm-hmm. don't. I don't know your prerogative, but yeah. So definitely consider investing if you're a commuter. I wish I could invest, but that would be a bad financial choice. I'm like, bye, cute bag. Go to the office more. Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My next one is to look into kind of like kitchen storage hacks. Um, I've seen a lot of creative things on TikTok recently. Like I saw that this one girl had uh, magnetic like spice holders. So that stuck to her fridge so that she didn't have to like dedicate any counter space or like um, cabinet space to spices. Those like magnetic little like knife uh, holder rack things are good too. Like think about ways to use wall space or your fridge or whatever in ways that you might not immediately think of because let me tell you, the kitchens are small. I've never had a big kitchen here. I've lived in Boston like seven years, never had a big kitchen. Yeah. So no. Yeah, I concur. Um, my next one is a nice warm jacket. Obviously, this is dependent on the city you're living in. If you live in LA, uh, disregard. 
But in Boston, in New York, Chicago, it gets really cold in the winter. Um, And if you're walking and, you know, constantly outside for commuting to places, you want to make sure that you're nice and bundled. We're dressing for the weather in 2023, ladies. And I'm saying that to my goddamn self. I really am. But invest in the coat. You'll be happy that you did. They have – and, like, it's a th- – coats are, like, a thing now. They're in – Abercrombie has a bunch of cute ones. I don't have any from Abercrombie, weirdly enough, but I'm sure they're warm and they look cute and it's just – it's for the best. Keep yourself warm this winter. Yes. And I would add to this, I know, like, cropped jackets are more the style right now, but uh, if you really want to get practical, a nice, like, knee length or even further yeah. jacket, those are really the move, at least, like, in the bad winter months. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a North Face Arctic parka jacket that I bought in literally 2016 that still serves me anytime I need it. I, that's, I call that like my below freezing coat and it's like knee length yeah. and it's perfect. So it is a lot of money up front, but they do last. And I've seen really nice ones from like Patagonia, like the Patagonia like ankle length one. I'm like, yeah, that, that's that's a need. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I feel like this winter we haven't really had to bust out. Yeah, the- this winter has been pretty mild. Yeah, I, I've been wearing a lot. I've been into the cropped puffer recently, um, and I've been comfortable in that. But I'm sure the time will come in, like, the beginning of March where we're like, it is freaking cold outside, mm-hmm. <laughs> busting out the thick jackets. But, yeah, even, like, a pea coat that goes down mm-hmm. nice and long gives you some leg coverage. It's all about the layers, folks. You got to cover as much square inch as possible on your body. True. My next one is an air purifier. I was never like into this scene of air purifiers, but my boyfriend really is. Like, I guess he just grew up with them in his house. I think they all have like allergies and stuff. Um, And so we have a couple in our place now. And especially because like you were mentioning, a lot of the places here are old and dusty. I know it's true. My place is so dusty. It was built in 1930. So it's like, what can you expect? Um, but we do like clean out the filter every once in a while. And I'm like, damn, this thing is sucking in a lot of dust. Like otherwise I would be sucking that in. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's pretty nice. And we have the Lenovo one, I think it's called. Mm. Uh, it's like the number one rated on wire cutter. So I recommend. I honestly, I should get one of these. My boyfriend also has one. Why is that like air purifier? What is the deal with that? (laughs) Obsessed with air quality. Can men write in and just explain why you like the things that you do? Because I don't get it. <laughs> it's like such time. a random hyperfixation to have, but he literally like asked for them for Christmas. I'm like, all right. Yeah, but maybe I, I should consider as a girl with allergies, as a regularly congested woman, uh, maybe I should look into that. So I'll look. Sue mm-hmm. me. Uh, my next one is – I called it like an on-the-go touch-up kit, but it's like – Taking one of your probably thousands of cosmetic bags. No, that's a little dramatic. But every girl has like a spare cosmetic bag lying around. Grab one of those and put like an extra like face setting powder, some deodorant, some tampons, pads, like all those little things where if you needed it throughout the day, you would be really happy that you had it. Like there's nothing worse than being out all day and getting your period. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, crap. But if you had a little – on-the-go touch-up kit, you have it in there. Or like I have totally been there where I've left the house and I'm like, I forgot deodorant. Mm-hmm. And it's the worst feeling because once you realize it, even if you aren't like actually smelly, you just feel like you're smelly to everyone. 
Uh, So I feel like having like this little kit together to just like keep you feeling fresh, keep you feeling good throughout the day uh, is really useful. And you can make them like pretty small and compact. Uh, It's kind of what inspired me was we've talked about um, our like travel kits. Mm -hmm. And I thought about like putting like a travel kit as an essential, but I feel like that's not necessarily a city living essential. I feel like this is like the city equivalent to the Mm -hmm. travel or like the everyday equivalent to the travel travel uh kit yeah and i feel like in like high school when i was living in the burbs and had my car and whatever like I, this is the type of stuff that i would keep in my car like an extra deodorant mm-hmm. an extra tampon you know but um you got to have it on you on your person so yeah and it'll fit and your bag <laughs> <laughs> walking ads um <laughs> truly my next one is also cold weather related, but you need a pair of touchscreen gloves. Nothing is worse than you're when you're waiting for the bus and you're like, <laughs> when is true. the bus coming? You have to take off your glove to check. It's just, it's Boo. the worst. So get yourself a pair. TJ Maxx has a ton. It's it's yeah. pretty worth it, honestly. Old Navy has them for like mm. pretty cheap. I got a pair for like five bucks. So the more you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one, I made this like one of my favorites of 2022. It's a portable charger. And I talked about it specifically in the context of travel. But I feel like it would honestly be really useful if you had like, if you were commuting or you had a day where you're just kind of like running errands in the city out and about all day and you needed to charge your phone. Like just ha- again, have that's one of those things where if you have it in your bag at all times, there's going to come a time when you're really happy that you had it on hand. Uh, and especially living in a city, you always want to make sure your phone is nice and charged just in case of emergency or in case some like fun last minute plans come about. You want to be in the loop. You want to be yeah. like, oh, I missed out on a fun night because my phone was dead. Yeah. No good. And especially like in the winter, I feel like your phone dies so fast. So so fast. Science explained. <laughs> yeah. If, if cold outside, why phone die? Yeah. I don't get it. Um. My next one is fanny packs, belt bags, whatever you call them. They're so key for a hot girl walk. And in the summer, mm-hmm. I just like having that as my bag. Um, it's just it's just real nice. Keeps all your essentials. Um, yeah. And I have a few. I have like a I have like a Patagonia one. I have an Everlane one, which is honestly like very big. It's like a full crossbody, but like belt bag style. Um, mm-hmm. so there's lots of options out there, but it's just key and now they're trendy. So embrace it. True. And pro tip, Abercrombie has a Lulu belt bag dupe these mm. days. For like dupe. 30 have you seen all that? Dupe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> they have a dupe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got it. Cause I was, I had a target like beige fanny pack over the summer and I loved her. She had two. Sorry, my nails hit the table. Uh, She had two major flaws. Number one, because she was a light color, she stained so easy. So Mm -hmm. easy. And now she, like, doesn't look that cute. And number two, it was, like, it wasn't, like, a square-shaped fanny pack. It was, like, almost like a crescent shape. I know what you You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I personally found if you, like – had that thing relatively full. And by full, I mean, like, it still could zipper, like, fine. Like, you weren't – I wasn't stuffing it to the brim, but it it was, like, full. It had the things that I needed in it. And I tried to zipper it on my body. 
it like the shape of it just it didn't mm. work. It was always such a hassle. Like it was always a two hand job of having to like kind of pull it taut and then zipper it because like the way that it wants to form it was I, I just there were so many times where I was annoyed. So I told myself that I was going to get a replacement fanny pack for the summer and that I did. So I haven't used that Abercrombie one yet, but it looks really cute and I think it'll solve that problem. So I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Especially like summer clothes just like don't really have pockets, useful pockets. So yeah, it's key. Very true. Uh, my next one is put a hand sanitizer in every single bag. Every single one. Mm-hmm. I don't care how often you use it. Even if you use it once a year, keep a hand sanitizer in it. Hand sanitizer doesn't go bad as far as I know. And if it does, don't tell me. I it's feel like it, it can't. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So, and again, cities, they're a little grimy. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to, I'll tell you how it is. They're a little dirty mm-hmm. and you don't want to get germs or illnesses or anything else of the sort. So make sure you're hand sanitizing after going out and about in the city. And you will do that if you have a hand sanitizer in every single bag. So my toxic trait is absolutely freeloading on other people's hand sanitizers. So I'm trying to work mm. on that this year. Like that's also respectable. <laughs> but like when people sit down at the table, like when you go to a restaurant, it's like you always have that friend that pulls it out and you're like, oh, can I have some? Me. Yeah. Literally every single time. <laughs> Never the one that pulls it out. Always the one that uses someone else's. <laughs> So sorry. I did recently get the Touchland ones. Like, okay, what is with that? Ones. What is that? Is like is bougie hand sanitizer? I've seen it. Yeah, like, what's the deal? That's basically what it is. I had to do an exchange because I got the wrong shade in a concealer at Sephora, and I ended up ordering the right shade. So then I needed to exchange it online or at, in the store, and I could exchange <laughs> it and get my twenty dollars back, or I could exchange. <laughs> <laughs> My water went went down wrong, but keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I could exchange it for my $20 back, or I could have exchanged it for two of the Touchland hand sanitizers. Uh, and I think we all know what I did. And so they're sold I mean, at Sephora? Fine. Yeah. They're wow. like bougie. Oh, wow. They were like 10 bucks each. I don't it's know if giving they're worth $10. Bath and Body Works, like hand sanitizer obsession revival. It really is. It really is. And I'm going to be honest. They're fine. They smell nice, but they're not – I'm like, I don't I don't know if I'm going to be repurchasing. I'll be honest. So, okay. Anywho, you can not get $2 hand sanitizer. Anti-favorite. Anti-favorite. Don't waste your money on it. Uh, my next one is – okay. We all know I love an insulated water bottle. I do. It's true. I love it. However, I'm not going to sit here and pretend it's not heavy, right? You need a water <laughs> bottle that's easily portable, not big, not heavy. And if that means it's a plastic one or if that means it's a smaller insulated one, you might have to make those compromises because let me tell you, it sounds like a great idea to carry around your 32-ounce Hydro Flask. It won't be in the approximately one hour when that's on your shoulder. It won't be. So yeah, you got to have a, a smaller water bottle, easily portable, and... I have like a swell from like years ago. That's like, it's like 16 ounces. Like it's pretty small, Um, but it's usually all you need for a quick run out the door and you can always refill it places. Um, But yeah, I just never, like whenever I see people in the wild, like their Stanley cups, I'm like, what are you doing? How did you, how did you get that here? Like so heavy. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Like I see people at dance. I guess if they drive, that (laughs) makes sense. But I'm like, you're really on the tee holding your Stanley cup? Seriously? (laughs) Really? Um. I have done that before. I won't lie to you. 
Like the cup? I know you have the water bottle, but like the cup? Yeah. Really? Yeah, before I had the water bottle, and that's what inspired me to get the water bottle. Yeah, that's, so that's like kind of a serial killer trait, like I won't lie. <laughs> well, I didn't like it, clearly. <laughs> I, I opted against it, but I gave it a try. I don't recommend. Anti-fever yeah. again. <laughs> Um, and then kind of a side note to this one is we've mentioned in the past that we have a like water bottle sling situation, like yeah. attached to a, a strap so you can walk with it. Yeah. Um, and I got our friend Anna a Lulu water bottle holder sling situation for Christmas that has like extra storage and stuff. And she said it should be on this list. I told her we were recording this and she said <laughs> to mention it because wow. she considers it a city girl essential. So look it up. It's like 30 something dollars from Lulu. Um, and nice. it's kind of, it's like a fun accessory. If you bring your water bottle places, you know, check it out. Yeah, I believe it. My last essential, and this is definitely like, this isn't a fun essential, but it's an essential, is a window unit AC. Uh, if you're moving in to a city apartment in the coming months, odds are you are not going to have a central AC. You might, and I'm happy for you, but especially older buildings in cities like Boston, it's tough to come by. You can't put it on the need list if you're yeah. apartment hunting in Boston. Uh, so make sure you get a nice window unit that fits into the windows that you have in your apartment. Uh, make sure that you have a man, whether it be your dad or your boyfriend or your fun uncle or a brother. <laughs> I don't care. A, a man uncle. off of the street. <laughs> um, but some sort of man to secure rabbit. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because as women, we're not – I'm not securing a window AC. An absolute boy's job. And, like, when we say these things, <laughs> we are not – we are not trying to be, like, misogynistic. Quite the opposite. Like, we are being feminists yeah. in the sense of, like, that is above – we are above that, you know? Like <laughs> – Oh, my God. So above Cannot that. do it. Yeah. I have way better ways to spend my time. Exactly. putting in a window unit AC. Right. So – and the best part about the window unit AC, you might ask, fits into your Baku bag. No, <laughs> Please. <laughs> We've gone too far. Um, <laughs> I'll try it. Can you imagine? <laughs> it works. Sick. Um, my last thing and the last thing on this list is also not a super fun one, but I didn't have this for a while and it was really it was really lacking in my life. It is a mini umbrella, like one that folds yeah. down real nice and small. Doesn't take up much room in your bag because I feel like what happened was I was trying to carry around my like regular sized umbrella and then I was like, this is taking up like my entire bag and I never use it. Like, let's leave it at home. And then, of course, when you leave it at home is when it rains. And that's just the worst. Yeah. So get yourself a mini umbrella. Keep it in your bag at all times. And it will come in handy. Every so often it will. Yeah, for sure. Well, that concludes our City Goral Essentials. Did we miss anything? Yeah. Let us know. Anything on your list that we didn't talk about today? I'd love to know. I, I personally love yeah. an excuse to buy things. So. Yeah, please make me spend my money. I want to. <laughs> uh, and with that, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Two Degrees Hotter. Uh, rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave us any advice that you need in our anonymous suggestion box or little love letters in our anonymous suggestion box. I can't believe no one's confessed their undying love to us. To so true. Cast. Don't be shy. It's anonymous. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> we know you're obsessed with us. Come on. <laughs> Uh, no, but actually leave us advice. We love answering advice on the podcast. And with that, we'll chat with you guys next Tuesday. Bye, city girls. <laughs> <laughs>